Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. August 17th, the time is about 4.30 p.m. Central Time. Redeeming PC has been conducting Zoom calls from past, a conference call from past years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on and let our team know that you are a newcomer. And when you let people know you're a newcomer, please let us know to everyone, not to me, because there are other team members who are helping. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Hi. I, my priority date is uh, December 2015. I got mm-hmm. promotion in September 2019, for which my title mm-hmm. changed. And mm-hmm. nothing, uh, I had, so nothing changed with my green card there. But now I'm trying to change departments. It's a lateral move. Now I got a message from my attorney that I have to restart my green card process because I got I-140 approved before September 2019. That was before my promotion. It's up, it's up to the company to decide what they want to. If I were your mm-hmm. company lawyer, ma'am, since you're mm-hmm. in the similar profession, a natural promotion is allowed. Okay? That's mm-hmm. what all Facebook, Google, and all those people, when they do promote, they don't file the labor certification again. But okay. there are some people who work differently because my wife says meat is illegal. She doesn't allow me to bring in. I can't argue with her. So, and then she tells meat is allowed for the dog, but not for me. So it's each individual policy. So as far as the law is concerned, it's very clear that a natural promotion and the graduation to a higher level is allowed. Look at all the people. We filed the green card in 2012 and now we file the 485. You think so they're going to say do the same job from past 10 years? And if they do the same job from past 10 years, so they should be fired. They're good for nothing. I mean, absolutely, they're good crappy guys. Yeah. They all have increments. They didn't file any, any labor certification I-140. So that's up to how, the as I said, but it's up to the company to decide. Not me, not you. Okay. Next person. Thank you, please. sir. Thank you, sir. Rajini? Hi. Uh, so uh, our question is basically, uh, I'm on H-1B visa right now. Uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, I'm going to, uh, uh, my employment is going to end on uh, September 2nd. Uh, mm-hmm. My. So actually, uh, uh, can I use the 60 days grace period uh, until I find my new employer? Absolutely, you can. When is your I-94 expiring? I-94 is already expired, like uh, my H1. No, uh, when is your H1 expiring? 
my H1B is expiring 2023. Uh, 2024. Yes, you can you can use the 60 days after you leave the employment. Got it. And is the 60 days like uh, um, the period for like entire H1? Uh, no. Uh, if, no, ma'am. No, sir. Next time, if you lose a job, you can use the 60 days again. Okay, okay, got it. And one more question. My wife is going to uh, India for visa stamping uh, and her visa... Is she going in H1 or H4? H4. So and when be, is she going? Uh, she'll be going during the time of uh, when I lose my current no, job. She should not go. She should not go. Because she's telling that her husband has a job. Her husband doesn't have a job. She should not go. Okay. Oh, she should okay. go only if I have an active amount. That is right. That is right. Next person, please. Thanks. Hello. Can you hear me, Rahul? Yes, I can. Yeah. So uh, recently, my parents visited here, and uh, they had uh, their um, insurance, uh, travel insurance. Uh, but uh, uh, hospital. I mean, my uh, mother has to be hospitalized, and there was a bill of eighteen thousand dollar. And mm -hmm. then hospital came up with the idea of. Uh, like there is a state sponsor program. I have to give the passport details of my uh, mother and then they can sponsor that uh, expenses. So will it create problem for me in future? My, who, will, I who, will the, who will sponsor state, it? Pennsylvania state. Uh, yeah, that will, be considered to, that will be considered yeah. to be public charge for her, not for yeah. you. Yeah, not for me, right? Because, yeah, because uh, he also, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also mentioned that same question generally Indian, uh, uh, like uh, Indian uh, people ask, like uh, like you are asking. So he said it should not be a problem for your green card. So for you, it's not that. a problem. Yeah, but okay, maybe great. when she comes back again, that may be create a problem for her entry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sir. Okay. Thank you. Next, next person, please. Rachi. Uh, hello, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for picking the call. So the question is. Um, um, you got you muted yourself. Now. All right. I think now it's good. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, this is uh, me and my husband. So we do have I-140 um, approved for EB2 and EB3 with the same employer. Prior to date. Um, prior to date. Prior December 2013 mm -hmm. and uh, we did uh, apply uh, EB3 last year September when it was uh, final action date was current for a month or so then it when retrogressed you say last year, it was this it's 2021 you mean to say yes that's right in okay. August September 2021 mm -hmm. uh, then we got EADAP out of that EB3 application now this year okay. Uh, in April, again, we got current in EB2 and mm -hmm. we decided to go for a refile option instead of interfiling. Mm -hmm. So we refiled uh, under EB2. And now, um, I mean, they, they, they applied the fingerprinting, everything from EB3. They did the 485J uh, uh, receipt also. They sent that. And now on uh, August 1st week, they approved I-765, but not AP. Uh, which I'm okay with, but uh, the thing is we were expecting 485 uh, approval and instead we got um, 765 uh, uh, approval. Um, what so is I'm... your question? You, I, I know the whole story. <laughs> yeah, the question is what can we do now? December 2000, 
December 2013, you refiled it. Your application is still pending. There is, uh, and, and your I-140 for EB3 is approved. There is nothing I can do for you. Okay. Is, um, okay, so there is nothing that we, it's just the wait and watch uh, situation for us now. That is right. There is nothing. Uh, will any refiling that, I, from EB3 help? Interfiling, sorry. Interfiling from EB3. No, I would not suggest you do that, ma'am. Okay, and uh, poking around also wouldn't help, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, caboose. You know, caboose <laughs> principle, they'll put you back. Next person, okay. please. Sorry about that. Amarendra? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I think yesterday I joined and uh, sent a message. Like, uh, my job, I'm an H1B, and my current job is getting over on 31st of August. That is my last day. And uh, I have uh, two options uh, offers basically. One is from a consultancy company where I can start early, and another one is from a like bigger company, Fortune 500 company, which will take some time. Uh, so I can start after a month. So is it preferable to join the consultancy company for a month and leave them, or just uh, wait on uh, no pay or like? Wait, wait would you would you would you join the company B within 60 days or after 60 days? Company C, the full-time company. Within 60 days. So the company C, you're going to join within 60 days? Yes. So the gap between company A and company C will be 60 days? Not less 60, 60 days. days. It, will, it, it will be less than, uh, yeah, less than 30 days. You don't have to join company B. You don't have to join company B. Okay. 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 And if, Next if person, I join, that, will that be any negative impact or like? No, it won't be any negative impact. You can join and move on if you want. Next person, please. Um, if you're a newcomer, guys, please let us know you're a newcomer. Hey, Raghav, can you hear me, sir? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't so, see any newcomers letting us know you're the newcomers, guys. Please let us know you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Good, good, sir. Sorry yeah, to interrupt yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Raghul. I had a similar case. Uh, my case moved uh, from Nebraska to NBC in April 20th and then moved to El Paso on May 31st. My case has been there almost like in El Paso more than uh, three months. Uh, do you think poking to senator is going to help me? You you already interfiled or refiled? No, my case is uh, EB3 straight. Uh, I did a concurrent filing on October 21. What's the filing? What's the priority date? Uh, June 2011. I would not, I would recommend that you do nothing, sir. Okay. I was worried about it. Next. Case retrograde. So, I know, I know, but there is nothing. Okay. It doesn't, if the things don't help, you don't want to harm your application. Okay. Thanks. Next person, please. Deepak. Hey, Raul, how's it going? Uh, simple question here. I know you, we talked a lot. I, I saw your uh, podcast earlier where you said you give the three options for upgrading from EB3 to EB2. Uh, mm -hmm. I am with a new employer here. Uh, my priority date is April 2013. Um, of course, the October I, one I know the story. You moved to company. You yeah. moved to company. Yeah, Different so companies. here's the question is like, I already moved to the new company and the new companies filed the 485J, of course, using the EB3. Uh, they don't want to uh, do it again using the EB2. The question is like, if I file the tub letter, does that affect 
does that affect it anyway or should i just not do anything it my may case affect is positive it may affect positively it may not affect positively but it won't harm you got it and uh, the case is already with some new york field office i'm in dallas uh, so that's how i was uh, thinking like should i file the letter what what is your i would file the top letter i would file the top letter awesome thank you next person is if you're interested mm-hmm. in you can have a consultation i'll give you all the drafts for you how to send where to send okay next person please dinesh hi now dinesh go ahead hi now uh, thanks for uh, putting this call up so i'm the newcomer uh, i have uh, i'm with company b and uh, i was with company a and uh, they are acquired by company b and uh, i have filed my eb3 uh, downgrade from eb2 in 2020 october from company a and uh, later it got acquired by company b <clears throat> so now uh, i got my ap and uh, ead from um, uh, eb3 last year and uh, my y140 is still not approved so and my uh, priority date is may 2014 which is current in eb2 so when i reach my uh, uh, attorney and ask like uh, what are the next steps uh, can we interfile or uh, refile then they said uh, my eb3 i140 is not approved and they cannot do anything at this point so why don't you do uh, premium processing for that why didn't uh, so, you do premium processing for it yeah uh, i actually i raised a service request and they gave me an rfe that's i did not i didn't ask you why you whether you raised a service request or not why didn't you do premium processing uh, uh means my attorney said like uh, at that point it was not required you can wait it wait, it can get approved any time but <laughs> they were not okay uh, anyway anyway with your question go ahead yeah so there is an rfe uh, asking additional evidence in my eb3 i140 and uh, the attorney is working on that response so my question is uh, to do interfile or refile uh, do i need to have approved eb3 i140 as yes. my, I, my company is we, strong, we, we strongly recommend that you get an okay. eb3 i140 approved okay before okay. that you do and once you respond to the rfe please don't yeah. wait convert it to premium processing yeah i already told them like while doing the rfe upgrade it to premium processing okay yeah, yeah. and Next person, uh, sorry go ahead okay. Uh, and if i decide to like if, what would you suggest interfile or refile uh, once my eb3 i140 is approved you the company the company that filed property doesn't exist right now so right so yeah my means my company is a new entity in the new company like company b no, uh, the one that got i140 approval eb2 is mm-hmm. that is that existing or it is not existing so it's like technically it's not existing so the brand is sold to another another competitor yeah then so then, then you have to you have to go only into filing no refiling i'm a bit worried whether your ev3 will be approved or not because the company is not existing i don't know how they uh, how they can do the thing so that's another thing that you need to consider next person please ramesh i don't know why people want to save the 2500 doesn't make any sense to me good ramesh hello sir this is ramesh here so actually yes. i was an employer in company a and they filed the h1b i got selected in lottery 
and petition approved in last week. But unfortunately, they are saying that they can't offer job to me. So they are saying that using that petition number, I can look for a job in another company. Is that possible? Did you say you're an employer or employee? So I am employee. Employee. Okay, yeah. because I heard you're an employer. So this H1B is a lottery H1B? Lottery H1B, yeah. But you didn't convert it to premium processing? No, miss, my petition is approved now. But the but employer saying is saying that approved. I can't work with them. Just find another employer. Okay. Oh, okay. Would they withdraw it before October 1st or they won't? So they said that once petition approved, they will withdraw it. The petition so is already approved. It's approved. So will they withdraw it right now? So they said that whenever I ask them, they will withdraw it. Okay. So tell them to withdraw after October 1st, okay? Okay. And October, October 1st, can I look for another company? Means job for yes. another company? You need to find within two months after October 1st, another company. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Otherwise, you'll be out of status. Next person, please. iPhone. Yeah, hi. Uh, can you please uh, unmute? You're muted. Uh, can you hear me, sir? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, hi. My name is Gauri and my, uh, my priority date is May 2013. Uh, I had like a couple of questions. Uh, first thing is, should I be, I'm expecting my perm to be approved in November. So should I do concurrent filing or would buy one forty first and then 485 separately should be done in current circumstances? Can you, first of all, we don't know whether your prior date is going to be in October or not, okay? Did you okay. not try to approach the previous company to file a 485 for you? Uh, no, he was not keen on doing it. So, yeah, I did approach him. Keen uh, he is different. Ready. Did you beg him? I did. I mean, he just didn't want to do it. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, if you have to watch it very carefully, though, okay? Say, okay. let's say you are in November. We get the December visa bulletin. If it's current mm -hmm. in December visa bulletin, I will file the I-140 only. Okay. But if okay. it's if the if the December says it's going back, then I'm going to file I-140 and 485. Oh, okay. And then also the second question was my place of birth is mentioned as only the state on my passport. So will the affidavit uh, okay. specify? That's, that's not going okay. to cause. That's not going to cause any okay. problem for you. Okay. Next. Thank person. you so much. Yeah. Ganesh? Ganesh? Vijay? Hi, sir. Good, Vijay. Yeah, this is a question uh, on behalf of my friend. So he got an uh, uh, interview based on his wife's uh, uh, green card. Uh, uh, like uh, uh, EAD, I'm sorry, uh, EB2. So in this, uh, he got an interview letter. In this, he says, uh, uh, if you are uh, married if you, uh, to your spouse, like this is based on marriage, then you have to bring your wife to the interview. So for the employment based, uh, is it uh, necessary that he should, uh, his wife should accompany him to the interview? So wife is the main applicant, is right? Yes, sir. 
She got the green card? She did not get, but she did not get the interview. She did not I would take the both of them. I would take both of them anyway. Okay, but the, the reason is, you know, he, she's living in a different state and he's in a different state. So he's assuming that problem. it's not required. No, how did they filed it though? They, the way they filed the adjustment of status looks to be completely wrong. They should be living together to get the green card. Oh, okay. They need to consult a lawyer. Do you get the point? So let's yes, say, for sir. example, the wife is living in Dallas and this mm -hmm. guy is living in New Jersey, though. Normally, the way we document is that he's living in both addresses, which is actually in Dallas and in New York. Okay. So in that case, that, that's how we document it. But if they both are living separately, what's the purpose of giving the green card for them? Okay, sir. So I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let him know that. You see my point? The reason yes, why they want to give the green card is they want to have the wife and husband to live together. To live together. Okay, next person, please. Thank you. Sir. Yeah. Money? Hi. Uh, uh, I have my uh, visa extension in uh, July 2021 uh, for H1B, and uh, it got extended till 2024. Uh, my wife traveled back to the U.S. in June 2021. So she got, she showed the I-797 to the port of entry. They gave the extension till uh, H4 extension, uh, I-94 extension till 2024. Uh, nice. So the thing is, she also had EAD in the past, which got expired. So should she wait for the H4 visa stamping to get the EAD? Or can it be fine? She has Dropbox for H4 in uh, September 15th. So I'm just wondering what should be. Well, she got, she didn't extend it the, um, she didn't extend it the green card, uh, EAD on time? No, uh, she was not working, so she did not extend it. She, 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 you can file the EAD extension right now based on the I-94. She doesn't need any stamping. She does she already has the I-94. She can extend the EAD. Okay, okay. And and uh, she'll be going to India in September uh, in September fifteenth. So yeah, but she can file the EAD and go. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Sir. EAD will be still be adjudicated even though she travels. Okay. But if, if the passport stamping is not valid, is it right? It's over, yes, is it right? It's not valid. So when she it's... goes, when she goes, she has to get the stamping though. Right, but the, uh, it won't get impacted, right? If we file the EAD now the, and she goes. No, yeah. EAD will not be impacted with what we are discussing. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Talluri. Hi. Um, I'm a derivative applicant and my husband is a primary applicant. Uh, he His uh, I-145 is approved and he got the green card two months ago. Um, <laughs> so mine is still in pending status in Virgin Islands currently, uh, in local office of Virgin Islands. And uh, he's, uh, since it's been two months, uh, he's planning for a job change. Would it be a problem if he changes the job uh, or no, is it okay? No, ma'am. It will not be a problem at all. Uh, if, uh, if he changes the job, it will not create any problem. So the attorney has to still um, support in case of any further questions from in case of RFE in my case or things like that? Or can I go with will, a different lawyer also? You can go with a different lawyer. The lawyer will give you the 
the lawyer will give you the uh, the lawyer will give you uh, the lawyer will give any information that gets from the uscis they will give it to you ma'am okay okay sure thank you so much rahul next person please priya any newcomers uh, who did not get their turn please let our team know go ahead thank you thank you so much and this has been so informative thanks so much for the help uh, i am on an l1a visa uh, i had applied mm-hmm. for my uh, i140 and 485 as a concurrent filing uh, i recently received my ead however when i checked the status i i i'm not able to see if the i140 is uh, is approved yet it shows that it is under processing uh, so i was that means it's not that means it's not approved ma'am okay should i should should i reasonably expect it to be done now that i have got the ead approval that well? has nothing to do with it okay. ead has nothing mm-hmm. to do with it just because your ead is approved doesn't mean that your i140 is approved i think so that's a misconception you are having ma'am okay sure sure it, it, the usual normal processing times for the i140 would apply isn't it like it that is right ma'am that is mm-hmm. right ma'am you may want to do the premium processing when your turn comes in and you know what that means is it right yes yes absolutely okay thank you appreciate that next next person please ramya oh, hey rahul um so this is ramya here um so mainly like i just called uh, dalton today like regarding um working on my eb3 ead uh as my eb2 um yeah uh, for uh, 765 like that is closed that case is closed so does it mean like i will be getting my eb2 green card and then do, can i work on eb3 ead at the same time you can definitely work you can definitely work on eb3 ead it won't affect your eb2 next question is yeah it you can green card can be approved at any time that's all i can tell you if your prior date is correct uh but my 4, 765 case closed benefit received by other that's fine means. that's fine that's fine that's perfect some people are receiving it some people they are not receiving it it okay. won't affect your eb2 ma'am okay thank you next person please rehan good afternoon sir so what do you think yes sir for the next fiscal year do you think there will be uh, the visa moving into the eb2 or there will be also moving into eb3 from the spillover spillover from the family yeah spillover from the family has to divided in eb1 eb2 and eb3 equally it cannot be just given only to eb2 it cannot be given only to eb3 but the spillover from eb1 will come to eb2 the spillover from eb2 there won't be any spillover from eb2 to eb3 the spillover exactly. from eb1 can come to eb2 so then then there will be only the spillover will be only coming into eb2 and nothing to eb3 because if that is that is from the regular regular 140000 so eb2 will have eb1 will have 40000 if the 40000 doesn't get filled out that will spill over to eb2 okay right. let's say for example we have 30000 green let's say we have uh, uh, 40000 green cards okay spill over let's say we have 40 let's say we have 30000 spillovers okay let's say we have 30 10000 will be given to eb1 
10,000 will be given to EB2, 10,000 will be given to EB3. Okay. But then 50,000 is from EB1, is right? In that case, yeah. what if only yeah. 30,000 people use? What happens to the rest of the 20,000? They will now spill over to EB2. Got it. Got it? Yeah. Okay, then. We'll go to the next okay. caller. Anybody who's a newcomer, you did not get a chance. Let our team know and put your camera on, guys. The newcomers. Dilip, go ahead. Hey, Rahul. I have a question. Um, mm -hmm. I applied for my uh, EB2, I-140 and I-485 concurrently today. And uh, what are my chances of getting the green card? I know the visa bulletin is only current for the month of September as of like this month. So what are the chances of me getting the GC? Very less, ma'am. Since your I-140 is filed, it goes to Texas Service Center, then they have to approve the I-140, then a Texas or Nebraska, then it has to be transferred to the uh, National Benefit Center. Very less probabilities by September 30th. Okay. Next person, please. Belluri. Hi, sir. Um, I have a question. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I have a question. So um, I have an interview request um, coming up next month. So um, so I submitted this FOIA um, based on your, I was watching your videos, I submitted your FOIA and I got the response from the CIS. In that one, um, I have hired only two employers all my career in the US. Mm -hmm. My first employer mm -hmm. I'm currently with and the second employer name, they had a clerical, um, that's my university. I was a graduate assistant and they, they had a different university name altogether, but in the perm 140, it's all correct. But in 485, when they filled it, um, they had a different uni uh, university name altogether. So basically an employer name. Uh, I was wondering uh, when and how to bring it up during the, uh, this point during the interview. Don't, don't, don't worry about it unless it's just a spelling mistake, right? Uh, the name itself is different, but the start date, end date, it's all good. It's like from Florida Unless, to, you know. Florida to what? To LSU. It's on, you know. Uh, they put Florida University instead of LSU. It's something like that. I would not do anything unless they touch the topic, poke it though. Okay. So I'll the reason just, is I'll that, just, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, the reason is that if, the reason is that if, you unnecessarily are telling them to dig something up, though. They're about right. to approve but your don't, case. But don't they look into the perm and okay? I I even overlooked it. That's how I missed it. It's yeah, like that. they don't. They don't. I was watching your videos like to raise yeah, the first. No, 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 no. I would not. I would not. I know what you're speaking. So it's accidentally sure. put as LSU instead of Florida. Now you want to poke it, and you will be unnecessarily poking it. Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. So if these kind of things, some just... things, if they ask you, then you tell them. There was a error. Right, right, right. But I would not volunteer that information. If it's like a crime okay. or something, you've been arrested, though, I would definitely volunteer that. But no, this one, no, I would not, I would not volunteer. Next. And you may okay. want to have a mock interview if you want to, 
you can make an appointment i, I, I want i want to with you sir i'll book, uh, book, I'll book the appointment um, but yeah, how would i let you know i want a mock mock interview no you when you say the interview though i'll look into it and i will send you all the information um, and you you'll have to upload the documents to me and then i will do the mock interview, sure okay next sure, sure. Uh, and um the time is over guys but i'm i have some time to take some questions if you have any questions please post it in um please post it in there and i'll i'll try to answer it um 6244 niw485 pending from 10 uh, uh, 10 2021 october 2021 we have e, uh, ap up, already up, approved we don't have ev3 or other i140 now pending not done our daughter will be turning 21 in march do you have any advice uh, one thing um, one thing is that your 485 is pending i'm assuming that your niw is approved if your niw is approved which i'm assuming it's approved then you don't have to worry about your daughter though because since your priority date is current yeah since your final action date is current your daughter is protected under the child service protection act so she is good and does it have to be one page letter bafna yeah it has to be one page letter but there is a particular format that we normally give it and i, I we normally also give a cover letter that should enclose all the documents that are necessary to do the niw as to you if you have a consultation we will give those samples for you free and the cspa that i was speaking about um i will give you the details of that watch the video ma'am what i'm speaking about okay My employer sponsor for my H-1B and petition got approved in August 2022. Right now, I'm in India, not working, and my employer told me to look for another job to work on H-1. Is it possible to transfer H-1B? No, you can't transfer the H-1B while you're in India. If you were here in United States, it is a different issue. But if you are outside the country, you cannot transfer. Uh, no, we don't expect any troubles for the uh, uh, transfer of underlying basis by themselves. we are not expecting any problem though they are encouraging us especially and in some cases they are telling that they are going to deny the 485 if you don't submit the uh, tab though especially the um, we are speaking about the uh, uh, el paso office um priority august 2000 uh, god case updated yesterday as interview schedule i have never received interview schedule status at all um is it possible to get the interview waiver no if they have called you for interview though you will have to go for the interview since you just got the updated yesterday it'll take about 10 days for you to get the interview notice um uh, what i would recommend to have a mock interview if you got the interview notice though i would want you to have a mock interview done by a lawyer what i normally do is that i give them what generally questions are asked and i give them the video and i tell them to collect the documents what they are then i will interview them i i send an email in advance hey look for these things and the people will have questions based 
on what I sent to them. Uh, Sandeep Arora, my credit is May 2000 downgraded. Okay, I-140 approved, EADN approved, refiled in May. Um, can I use AP? My main question is: Is your I-140 approved in? Uh, is your I-140 approved in EB3? That's one thing. Um, that's the one thing that you can. Uh, that's the one thing that I want you to do. Yes, you can use the EAD and AP of EB3. You will be perfectly fine. You'll be perfectly fine. Um, you will not have any problem in getting the EB2 approval. For mock interviews, you can make an appointment with me, guys. I'm giving you a link. You can make an appointment with me. Um, today, my daughter for it figured approves with CSPA scenario. Rest of the family members approved three weeks back. Thank you for everything. Clarification. Sounds good. Wish you best of luck. Happy. That's nice to hear. Nothing more than that. Me and my wife got GC, not the kid, 14 years of age. Uh, um, I was... They send biometrics after the 485 approval. Me and my wife got GC, so, um, but the child got it or did not get it. 485 got approved. Okay, that's good. Okay, I see the point. I see the point. Yeah, yeah, get the biometrics because since the kid is 14, they have to do the biometrics. They already approved it. Get the biometrics. They will approve his green card. So they probably allocated the number for him. File I-140 and 485 the priority date shows current. Can I expect the GC approval within a year, currently on L1A? Well, first your I-140 needs to be approved. If your I-140 is not approved, you can't get the GC. If your I-140 is approved, then they will have to then move the case to the National Benefit Center. Yeah, one year is a good time, but my ma ma major problem with you is that the I-140 needs to be approved. Yeah, that's the main thing. Anda, Andala, um, husband got the green card. Does he need to stay with the employer for six months? Absolutely not. Even if you have not got the green card, ma'am, um, even if you have not got the green card, he can change. It won't have any negative impact. Arrested for DWA last year in Texas. Charges not dropped, filed as BAC reading is far below legal limit. Arrest record is expunged as well. Now I'm planning to go for stamping. Should I inform them about the incident as is expense? You have to inform them. And then you will have to go to the medical test before you come into the United States. Madhusudan, EB3 to EB2 interfiling is in process since March. At the time, is it okay to change my address as I may need to move? Absolutely not a problem. You can change the address. Um, I got 485 in NBC yesterday. Does it mean for it? We moved to Texas uh, from Texas Service Center, or we the next step. Uh, any chance of getting GC before September? You, you have a chance of getting GC before September 30th, but it cannot be assured just because you got it from there, it cannot be assured that the case has been moved to National Benefit Center. Uh, I just came from Cruz, seven, uh, 797 approval check before check in. Could not go to Mexico due to civil unrest and spent an extra day in sea and returned with no CDP inspection. Please su suggest if there is, uh, that's fine. 
you're fine, Hari. That happens very frequently. You will be fine. I didn't know that there is a civil unrest in Mexico because I'm planning to go for a long weekend. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to Mexico City, actually. That's surprising, though. Uh, what's the problem there? But yeah, you don't have any problems, sir. You're fine. Uh, what are the chances of dates getting retro? 50-50. 50-50. Swapna Rahul. Have I-140 approval in EB3 with previous company? My new company filed EB2 I-140, which is also approved. My prior date is October. Um, the AWOS was filed along with medical in May and with NBC. What are the chances of getting it? GC approval. I don't. Um, um, you you have chance of getting an approval. We have some cases that we filed in May that are getting approved, but we can't tell, ma'am. I mean, we can't tell whether it's going to be approved. Everybody is very impatient right now, but there is nothing you can do right now. So you you are in all good pay pace. Yours is in NBC. Nothing need to be done right now. Extension, extension in process. I um, I want I-94 expired. If I move now, do we need to refile LC and refile H-1B extension? No. Since your I-94 expired, we do not recommend you move to a different uh, different company though. Uh, if I move now, do we need to refile? Oh, sorry. If you need to move now, um, the question is, when you're moving, are you moving within the city, within the drivable distance, or is it beyond? If it is beyond, then you need to file a H-1B extension again. But if it's within the same range, though, um, different state doesn't mean anything. I don't know the distance between one and other thing. I applied I-140 along with the 485 today. What are the chances of getting GC in the next five to six months? Depends on the priority date. Uh, depends on the priority date. Um, there is, I mean, we, we do not expect that after September of 2022, the USCIS is not going to just be that fast as it was, as it is right now though. Yeah, if the priority date is good, it's good. There is a chance of approval, but they, we're not expecting them to be very fast because when they have 140,000, they don't approve 60, 70,000 in the first month and, send, and do nothing though. They normally approve like 10 to 15,000 every month. So that's when, you know, all the things are lagging behind. So they may not, it may take a lot of time. Does the USCIS allocate visa number when the file moves to field office? There is a chance for it. There is a chance for it. Particularly that 14-year-old kid who got interviewed, who got the biometrics, I think so that the number is already allocated though. But for the rest of the people, it's very, I cannot predict the number has been allocated though. Prior date is December 2000, change employment in 2020. I-1485 filed in February 2000. Case in NBC, nice. Uh, in rally field office, nice. Reply back to medical in RFP in April. Um, change employer soon. Would filing for 85J improve chances or should I wait for RFE? Don't file for 85J supplement right now. Everything is going good when you change the job. Don't do anything right now. That's my advice. 
Is it possible to transfer new H-1B cap visa while in India after October 1st? No, sir. You have to have a H-1B stamping in the passport or you must have been here in the United States. Thank you, guys. The next conference call is... Um, Yeah, Chandu, I will, I will try to speak uh, about the TUB approvals in TV Asia. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.